Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We're going local today for Song of the Soul with Lee Minette, roughly a neighbor of mine in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, although you'll find out that she spent some half of her life in the U.S. South. And although she had music in her bones and heart from a tender age, she didn't start writing songs till the age of 50, sort of like what happened with Melvina Reynolds of Little Boxes fame. Lee has a passion for music and has played music as Magdalena's Muse, Gypsy Maggie, and as Lee Minette and the Root Tappers. And she joins us today in person right here in the beautiful countryside outside Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Lee, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you for inviting me. And coming into my humble abode, looking at the beauties of nature, we're seeing snow. Yes, fine powdery snow. You told me before we got on the air that you spent time down south, Alabama, Georgia, places like that, and you came back north. Yes. When we retired, I said, okay, it's my turn to choose where we live, and I'm going home. So here we are. What did you do for the 30, 38 years that you lived down south? The eight years in Alabama, I mostly just stayed home and raised my kids, did a little substitute teaching. When we got to Georgia and the kids were in school, I got recertified and taught mostly kindergarten. And that's why you got to do all that fine music and dance, right? Correct. I'd sneak it into the curriculum. Now, when I was growing up in my kindergarten, I recall being taught the song, Under the spreading chestnut tree. That's not one. Maybe it's not a southern song. I don't know. Well, I didn't have a southern background to teach these children, but I don't remember that song. Oh, well. I've heard it, but I mostly did. Sometimes we'd make up our own songs with the kids. I just got eclectic recordings from different cultures since the kids came from all over the world. What do you mean, since they came from all over the world? It was a high immigrant population for most of the time I was there. So I had kids from Europe, Canada, Mexico, South America, the Middle East, Africa. Sounds wonderful. And your music career, that is to say, you were doing some music with the kids, but I don't think that was the full lengths that you could go to. Where did your connection with music start and develop into something that you did out in public? It started when I was a preschooler and my father was in a polka band (laughs) and he would play his tuba for us. Then the Lutheran Church, all those Bach chorales and hymns, and I got pretty much music in the public schools in Rockford, Illinois. I was in orchestra, but there it was, the brass was part of the orchestra instead of just strings. So I played French horn. Also in fifth grade, Someone for the PTA meeting had a solo and came down with the chicken pox, and the teacher asked if anyone else would like to do the solo, and I was the only one to volunteer. So I had my first solo. I sang a verse of Battle Hymn Republic. 
<laughs> so French horn, obviously you play guitar as well. And yeah. You, so what's your full stable of instruments? Oh, I keep buying instruments and learning one or two songs and, you know, not mastering any. But I really got more serious about guitar after grad school. I have a master's in integrated teaching through the arts. It was a lot of creativity to go through that program. And when it ended, I felt a huge hole in my life. So I started hanging out with the Unitarians, and they had open jam every other week or something like that. And I would just sing, and then I realized I didn't want to just be one of the singers. I wanted to play instruments like some of the other people. So I took guitar lessons. After a couple of weeks of lessons, the teacher said... Oh, you know enough chords to write a song now. And I thought it was an assignment when it was actually a joke. But I came back with a song I had written the next lesson and couldn't stop after that. What age was that? I was in my 50s. I started guitar. I mean, I had a guitar once, but I never really learned it until then. And started in my mid-50s. So the instrument I heard was in grade school or something, French horn. And then I hear guitar when you're in the 50s. What, what, there must have been instruments in between there. Well, after junior high, I went to high school and decided to be in madrigal and chorus instead. So I left the horn. But I just learned a lot about reading music in those three years. And in college, I really wanted to major in art or music. But my father said, wouldn't pay the tuition unless I did something that would make a career for women. And his choices were secretary or nurse. So I said, okay, special ed. <laughs> So in undergrad here in Eau Claire, I did sing in a small madrigal group or chamber choir just one year. Oh, wait. So wait, you did college here? Mm -hmm. I came back and lived with my grandparents on Putnam Drive, got my bachelor degree here. Again, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Illinois somewhere. And then you came back up here to Eau Claire for a while. And then due to marriage and devotion and marital fidelity and everything, Georgia, Alabama, and then back here. Alabama, then Georgia, yeah. It was a matter of I was pregnant and not going to work in special ed because it was kind of dangerous, some of the stuff I did. And then my husband had just started his own business, and he panicked and said he didn't want to be responsible for a family with an uncertain career path. So he went to a job fair and found a job in Huntsville, Alabama, spacecraft industries. (laughs) And uh, after eight years, he moved to another similar type job to high-tech stuff in Georgia. So you're in your 50s, and you start writing songs. Correct. And all the songs you're going to be sharing today are your own songs, right? Correct. But that's not necessarily all that you perform when you're up on stage. Right. Who are your heavy-duty influences? Who are the people who just somehow play your heartstrings? Gretchen Peters, Mary Gaucher, all the old folkies like... Pete Seeger and John Hartford and so many people. And I've gotten to take classes with some of them, too. So some of the names you know and some you don't. Well, maybe. You know, I've been doing this for 17 years. Do you know Katie Curtis? I can't place her. That's all right. Well, I'm sure our listeners for Song of the Soul want to hear some of the music of Lee Wynette. What can we share with them? We could do Painted Roads because that is a song that I wrote when I had been up here for a family event and rented a little cabin somewhere in Rusk County off a dirt road. And then I drove back to Atlanta, which if you've ever driven in Atlanta is a nightmare. 
I mean, I lived a mile and a half from my school, and it would sometimes take me 15, 20 minutes to get there. So the prompt of the group I hung out with that week was paint. I got three. I wrote three songs that week on that prompt of paint, but Painted Roads is the one that people seem to like, and it's just wanting to go back where there's no traffic. <laughs> Let's head out to the wilderness in Rust County with Lee Minette, her song Painted Roads. I want to go where the roads have no paint Where I won't have to drive between lines Where you set your own limits Don't pay no tolls No parking tickets No fines And I don't want arrows to point out the way stripes to tell where to walk where there's no rush hour you just take your time a place just to know no need to talk but ever I turn the lines are broken painted signs obscure my vision Fast lanes are for more than one person Can't seem to find my sense of guest today for Song of the Soul is Lee Minette. In case you wonder how to spell that, Lee is L-E-E, Minette, M-Y-N-E-T-T. I've got a link on Norton Spirit Radio to her Facebook page. So on Facebook, just search for Lee.Minette and you'll find her. And that'll point you at some places like YouTube or Spotify or other places where you'll find a full assortment of her music. But you don't have yet any albums, right? I do, but just an online album, and it's on Spotify. For some reason, it, the whole album did not load up to YouTube, and we're still working out the kinks. But yeah, it's a little album. But this is stuff you just created very recently. The album, but it's songs. These are songs I've written some recently and some over the 20 years or so I've been doing this. 
You said you have an album up there. What's it called? Anecdotes. So Painted Road is an anecdote of your life, is it? Yeah, I think all my songs are little stories. I write a lot of story songs, little stories of things that happened in my life or things I think about. And you now live in the big city of Eau Claire, which is, say, 70,000, 75,000 people. The roads here don't impress you as painted roads like uh, Atlanta roads? Not anywhere close. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a good thing. Very. You said it would take 15, 20 minutes just to go a mile and a half to school. How did you travel? Was that by car or yes. bicycle? I would have, it would have made perfect sense to me. Except that the intersections I had to cross were very dangerous. And so that and also I travel heavy. I liked in kindergarten children to have hands-on activities. So I was always hauling large amounts of stuff to and from school. So I did always drive. Well, let's have another song by Lee Maynette. What's up next? Let's do When the Dust Settled. And I wrote this song from a prompt by Sloane Wainwright of the famous Wainwright musicians. She would give us prompts in her class, throw out a prompt, and we were to write for seven minutes silently and then stop. And then someone might share, and then she'd do it over and over again all week. One of her prompts was When the Dust Settled, because she had just had a life-changing event, and she was waiting for the fallout to settle. But I kept taking it literally because I was afraid that my house was going to collapse. <laughs> it was a nice big house, but for some reason, every time it would creak or something, there was one crack in one corner, I was afraid the whole thing would collapse. So I wrote a song about if our house collapsed, when the dust settled. <laughs> when the dust settled there wasn't much left I say when they dust settled There wasn't much left Just some asphalt shingles And blocks of cement Oh, there was splintered cedar And shattered glass I say splintered cedar and shattered glass And some chimney stones and all that dust Oh, but the cat got out in the nick of time And the dog escaped With just a scratch But those fish went down In the final crash I didn't know when Yeah, I knew that it was coming 
I just did not know when By the cracks in the driveway The sound in the wind Oh, the trees, they were swaying All around Say those trees went to swaying Round and round Then with one big crack They come tumbling down But the cat got out In the nick of time She was a fast one, that cat Yeah, the dog escaped With just a scratch But the fisher went down in the final crash Glub, glub, glub of you who are worrying that Lee Minette actually got crushed when that house collapsed. It wasn't the case. This was uh, an imagined event. Actually, when I first heard the song Lee, I thought that probably there had been a tornado or something came by or or maybe, you know, down in Atlanta, maybe it was something close to a hurricane and you actually got bounced around by. But you never, you avoided those things, did you? Actually, one time we did have a wind shear come right, knock over a tree, and it took out our back deck, and it's just a few feet from the rest of the house. So yeah, we had the big loblolly pines everywhere, which is like a big tall stick and then just a little brush on the top. So it was like, when they fall, man, they take out everything. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there too. And I should say that in that recording, I was for a while a part of a band here in Eau Claire called the Root Tappers. It was Mike Garrity, Charlie Malik, and then later Bentley Harder joined us, and they are on that recording with me. They were gracious enough to learn my songs and make them sound so much more professional. Well, when was this recorded? A couple of years ago, year and a half maybe. So that would have been during the pandemic. Maybe it was right before the pandemic. I can't really so remember for sure. Before. You know, I lose track of that. But we don't really play out much anymore because we all are old. <laughs> Carrying all that gear around got to be a problem. But they play with other people sometimes. And sometimes Ben Harder plays duets with me, and we all go to open mics and perform as Magdalena's Muse. Magdalena's Muse. And tell us about the name Magdalena. Ah, I would go to music camp every summer for a week, music songwriting camp. 
get assigned a dorm room. And because I have one of those unisex names, I would somehow get assigned to the boys' dorm, which would be okay since they're private rooms. But there was no ladies' restroom on the floor. So that happened twice in a row, two years in a row. And we'd have to haul all my stuff back down and find another room and miss some of the shenanigans of hugging all the friends we see once a year. So my friend Steve said, we need to find you a name, a different name. So he gave me Magdalena, and he spelled Magdalena with two E's so that he had my name within it. And that became a nickname for a while. Well, give us another song from your song of the soul. I like to rock as a song about my husband, who won't dance. It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. He never comes to my music events because he feels awkward, and it's something he doesn't We don't have a mutual thing in our lives. The only thing we agree on music is we both like Carl Orff and Leonard Cohen. (laughs) But otherwise, our tastes are quite opposite. But I Like to Rock is also one we recorded with my band. So the Root Tappers we're talking about like this. Gypsy Maggie. What's Gypsy Maggie? A couple years I lived in Georgia. We went every Saturday night to a friend's house. They had a huge round table. We called it the kitchen table jam. And only as many people as could fit around the table could attend. (laughs) So we gave each other nicknames and uh, we talked about our heritage, our genetics. And I told them that I was maybe a little bit gypsy. I was always told that my grandmother told us that we were a little bit gypsy. So then they just called me that. And the Maggie came from the Magdalena. So we've got Magdalena, we've got Lee, and we've got Gypsy Maggie here today. This is not a secret, folks. She likes to rock, and the name of the song is I Like to Rock. I like to rock, Dad don't like to roll. I like to rock, but my daddy, he don't roll. Come Saturday night, I want to go out. He don't know what it's all about. I like to rock, but my daddy don't like to roll. And I like to swing, but Daddy don't like to dance. I like to swing, Daddy, he don't dance. I say, come on, honey, there's a party today. He just shakes his head, he says, no way. I like to swing, but Daddy don't like to dance. I want to waltz or polka, contra square, to step fade, do Hip-hop swing or cha-cha-cha, Zumba or disco, I like to jive. Daddy don't want to move I like to jive But my daddy, he don't move When there's a dance I want to get in the groove He tells me he got nothing to prove I like to jive But daddy don't want to move I like to rock, but my daddy don't like to roll I like to rock, but daddy, he don't roll Come Saturday night, I want to go out He don't know what it's all about I like to rock, but daddy don't like to roll And I like to swing, but daddy don't like to dance Like to swing, daddy, he don't dance 
I say, come on, honey, there's a party today. He just shakes his head and says, no way, I like to swing, but daddy don't like to dance. I want to also poke a contra square, two step fade, do do hip hop swing or cha cha cha. Zumba, hoodies go, I like to jive, but daddy don't want to move. I like to jive, but my daddy, he won't move. When there's a dance, I want to get in the groove. He tells me he got nothing to prove. I like the job, but daddy don't want to move. Yes, I like to rock, but daddy don't like to I like to rock, but my daddy, he don't roll oh, oh, Come Saturday night, I wanna go out He don't know what it's all about I like to rock, but daddy don't like to roll Oh, I like to rock, but my daddy don't like to roll Here today for Song of the Soul, we have Gypsy Maggie I mean Lee Minette <laughs> She's our guest, and you can find her on Facebook, Lee.Minette. I've got the link on NorthernSpiritRadio.org, along with all of my guests from the last 17 years, both for Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action. So you can track them down, find their music, and you can certainly find more of Lee's music out on YouTube or Spotify or other such places. You'll see plenty of videos of her performing all out and about. But also on our site, remember, when you do visit, please post comments on the programs you listen to and give us feedback, give us direction, help us know who we should be talking to, where you want us to go. Because I do this program for you, the listener, not for corporations, not for the government. We don't accept funding from them. We accept it only from you, our listeners, so that we can be serving the population. And we don't want divided loyalties going on here. So on our site, you can click on support and you'll find ways to support us. And please support your local community radio station. We're syndicated across the United States on a number of community radio stations. Right now, it's somewhere between 35 and 45 stations across the U.S., please support them. They give you an alternative. They give a home to musicians who are not part of the A-string, the set of 20 who make up you know, 99% of what you hear on radio these days. So please do support your local community radio stations and folks like Lee Minette. Now, you get out and perform periodically. How often do you get out these days? Less and less all the time. Mostly just open mics anymore. I noticed that for Randall Adams, or Randy as we know him, you were part of the music for the album that he put together. You were part of the background vocals with a handful of other folks, too. Do you back up people as well as people backing you up? I've just done it twice, once for Randy and once for a friend who had me go to Nashville and record. And as it turned out, they just used like three measures of my part. Let's keep going with the music from Lee Minette. Where are we headed next? Let's do some more dancing. When I go to Swannanoa Gathering in Swannanoa, North Carolina, they have once a week what they call Old Farmer's Ball, and they open up their old, old gym at their campus, at Warren Wilson College campus, to contra dances. I've done contra dancing before, but this kind of was like on steroids and wild and crazy. And what we had a prompt 
prompt was picture for our songwriting prompt. My mind went back there to take a picture, and I just made up a story envisioning someone who, a couple who met there, got a dance together, and ended up getting married, and now it's their anniversary, and they're looking back at all that. And the prompt picture, the line is, you know, that's my favorite picture, me holding your hand in mine. Actually, I started co-writing a song with a guy I used to do duets with in Georgia, and it was just getting to be a song that I didn't like at all. We weren't meshing that time, but he needed a song for gigs he did at a bistro for anniversaries. He didn't, you know, people say, it's my birthday, can you sing a birthday song? It's my anniversary, can you sing an anniversary song? And he really didn't have one, so... I threw out the song we'd been working on and wrote this one for him to use, which he never did. <laughs> and his name's Gary. It is. Gary Baum. And he is a physicist. <laughs> which all of our best musicians are, of course. <laughs> yep. And it's called? Anniversary Waltz. Well, folks, put on your dancing shoes and let's go dancing along as Lee Minot regales us with Anniversary Waltz. When we met that night, you said hello. That's when I pictured your hand in mine. I took a chance, asked for a dance. You said yes, I led you to the line. At first we fumbled, you stepped on my toe. Soon enough we caught on. I caught your hands. First in front, then behind We danced until nearly dawn You know that's my favorite picture Me holding your hand in mine When I look at you now And my heart starts to swell I still like having your hand in mine Years have gone by, time's not always good We've even made each other cry Making up was so sweet, I'd play a tune We'd was the bad times on by We're older now, hair turning gray Don't get out often to dance Still when I see your hand Ring matching mine I'm glad that I took that chance You know that's my favorite picture Me holding your hand in mine When I look at you now And my heart starts to swell I still like having your hand in mine You know that's my favorite picture Me holding your hand in mine When I look at you now And my heart starts to swell I still like having your hand in mine
Anniversary Waltz is brought to you today for Song of the Soul by Lee Minette on Facebook. You'll find her at lee.minette, and I have a link to her on northernspiritradio.org. Anniversary Waltz is not about her and her husband, but about a place that she used to do dancing, contrast in particular. When you're saying contrast, by the way, are you talking about that high-level their whip, turn, go, round, just everything perfectly timed, right? Those kind of folks. And they would do it barefoot in the summer. I should add that on that recording, Hans Furst, who's a, a student at the U here in Eau Claire, played the accordion for me on that song. Sounds fun. So there is a raft of people you could say who you've done music with here and there and everywhere, right? Yeah. Sometime I'm going to accumulate all of their names because <laughs> I want to have cross-references. When people come to NordenSpiritRadio.org and they play the song on the side, it'll have connections to places oh. where other people you know and have played with, people like Randy Adams. And so I just want to make sure I connect up with all those folks. Because even though Eau Claire is not any kind of a gigantic city, and my guests come from all across the U.S. and actually internationally as well, I still need to know more people locally. It's, it's part of what fills up my life. And you can fill my life a little bit further by sharing another song. Well, here's a song that has local musicians that you will definitely know because a tiny bit of the instrumentation on this song is Peter Fippen and Victoria Shoemaker. Of course, and both of whom I've interviewed Victoria once, but Peter a few times, and so people can find those on NordenSpiritRadio.org. And which song are we talking about? We're talking about Upriver. It's a song I wrote, well, I wrote the lyrics on one of my, a trip from Georgia to Eau Claire, where I would come during the summers or whenever I could to help my brother do elder care with my parents. Sometimes when I'm out on the country roads, the different lands will talk to me. And for this trip, it was the rivers. The, all the rivers were like giving me messages. So on this one, upriver, I know Ben Harder is on here. I think one of the studio musicians that I don't know was doing some drumming. What never had drums in the original writing of it, but he added some. And then Victoria had a bigger, more authentic drum. I kept thinking Native American. And then Peter did some very low, beautiful flute just here and there. So yeah, upriver. Hey, uh, hey, uh. Today head north and a little west As I leave across the Chattahoochee Never knew that river well And maybe never will As I meet her now she does speak to me She says Atlanta's just a place That we're both passing through We both flow on to something more compelling Cause river runs high And the river runs low Seasons turn around we go River runs high And the river runs low Seasons turn Can't stop that flow Hey, I'm Climbing up the mountains Past tornado-twisted trees Horses graze among the big storms leavings Little river trickles slow and lazy neath the bridge 
While summer folk embrace that river's easing River now, enjoy your time upon this mountain top. Soon you'll tumble and be rearranging Cause river runs high and the river runs low Seasons turn round we go River runs high and the river runs low Seasons turn, can't stop that flow Driving down from Lookout Mountain in a dizzying descent Tennessee River, the blow just like I never left Hawks are soaring overhead, their gliding spiral down Seem to match that river's pirouette Tennessee runs deep and dark Steady and strong, reminding me that I must keep on pushing. Cause river runs high and the river runs low. Seasons turn round we go. River runs high and the river runs low. Seasons turn, can't stop that flow. Hey, I Wishing on across the Ohio and the Kankakee Across the Wabash and the Muscatine The Fox, the Rock, the Wisconsin and where Black River falls Each one calls a few more to me Now I come to River's Edge where two turn into one then give themselves unto the Mississippi The Eau Claire and the Chippewa are now my closest friends I listen, watch and feel for them to guide me They show me how to glide along to fill my destiny Waiting for unknown events For mystery cause river runs high And the river runs low Seasons turn round we go River runs high and the river runs low Seasons turn, can't stop that flow Hey, I, hey, I, hey, oh, hey, oh, river flow I don't know if all you listeners to Song of the Soul have been able to follow the track of Lee Minette's journey from Atlanta coming back up to Wisconsin, all the rivers she passes. Of course, when she gets up here, she mentions the Eau Claire and the Chippewa, which intersect right in the city of Eau Claire, but connect to Wisconsin and other rivers, Mississippi on the way down. But as you come from the east, which of those rivers do you intersect first? The Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee. That sounds like a dance in the 1920s. <laughs> it's a Native American name, and it's the main river through Atlanta. It's the first one I cross coming up here, yeah. And do those follow back, and do they actually connect across? Because I guess Eau Claire is on this side of the Great Divide. Right. I don't really know. I haven't followed all of them along. I know that when you get up on Lookout Mountain, or 
one of the mountains near there is the Little River, and it flows down into the Tennessee, I believe. And the Tennessee might, does the Tennessee flow into the Mississippi? I don't know. You got me hanging. Okay. I should know these things, but I don't. So, yeah, in this song, just different things about the land around me. But when the one line of where I'm going, coming down the mountain and seeing the Tennessee River, I saw a sign, and it said that this is the Trail of Tears Corridor. And I, you know, I had to pull over and cry, and then I had to put it into the song somehow. So, yeah. Are you much of a water person, like a kayak or canoe or any of that? Not anymore, but my high school sport was synchronized swimming, <laughs> dancing in the water. <laughs> I guess I've never actually explored what synchronized swimming is about. What do you do? Well, when I did it, it wasn't too much like the Olympic event, but you just move to music or to a set choreography. And in high school, when we got to a certain level of swimming, you had to either choose synchronized swimming or diving in. I was not going to get up on a high dive. So... <laughs> So I learned synchronized swimming, and it was really good training for holding your breath a long time. <laughs> it sounds to me like there's been a real call towards dance in your feet and in your body. Yeah. So how did you mess up and not marry a dancer? Oh, I, maybe I shouldn't say that on the air. We should take that back. <laughs> we have other things in common. We share the same thoughts on religion and politics, and we both came from blue-collar neighborhoods, but our parents were maybe more white-collar employees. His dad had a music store, and my dad was a department manager at a Sears Roebuck store and eventually moved to Chicago and became a buyer. So, yeah, we had similar backgrounds. I'm asked that in part. I'm married to Sandra, as you know, and when I met her, she, at 37, was not a dancer. She thought herself clumsy and didn't think she could dance, and I was leading folk dancing nightly at Quaker Gathering. I guess you would say I either entreated or maybe you'd say badgered or whatever. I convinced her to come dancing against her thoughts of what she could do. At midnight, she was still there dancing and is a beautiful dancer. And it has everything to do with part of how we shine our love at each other. Yeah. So I just can't imagine having chosen a non-dancer. Well, I guess I hadn't been dancing much in that time of my life. And he can't dance now because he has some health issues and balance issues. But that reminds me that I didn't mention one of the times in my life when I all of a sudden thought, oh, I haven't been doing music. I need to do music again. I picked up some recorders and had a classroom across the hall from a, a music teacher who was earning his advanced degree in recorder performance. So I took some classes, and yeah, early music was a little stage in my life. Well, I'm pretty sure that Song of the Soul listeners are here because they're tuned into music, and thank you for bringing your gift of that here today. What's next? Let's go back to Georgia. And I was part of a group for maybe two years, and we did open mic every week. And someone would throw out a prompt at the end of the night, and people would sometimes take the challenge and bring back a song on that prompt. And one day I was walking my dog, and he pulled me off balance, just a little guy, but he was he, something scared him, and he pulled me off balance, and I kissed the pavement. The glasses flew off, and I bounced again and came home with a broken nose. Oh, the dog my. got loose and ran off. So I called my friend and said, I won't be at open mic tonight. And they said, okay, well, the next prompt is broken. I said, 
perfect. <laughs> and I wrote this song, Broken. I'm low down and sore, I'm broken. Toppled right down to the ground. Dead face first, heart near your breast. You are no longer around. You are no longer around. You wanted to go out of work, change your pace of break. If I could take, if I tied down and you were. Looking for an escape, hey, 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 I'm low down and so I'm broken. Toppled right down to the ground. Find dead face first, heart to burst. You are no longer around, no. You are no longer around. You looked around. Freedom fully. You came back home, your head hung low, and you were wanting me to take you back. Yeah, 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 yeah. is broke I am untying your rope Darling my trust is broken I can no longer Co ho 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 Hey I'm low down so I'm broken Toppled right down to the ground Land at Facebook song is Broken by Lee Minette. She wrote this. It was that your dog toppled you over. One of the lines in here, darling, my trust is broken. I'm untying your rope. The fact that your dog ran off was because you did untie the rope? I let go. I mean, he pulled it out of my hands. But yeah, sort of a play on, you know, a breakup of your partner only. It's just my dog because I loved him too. And he took off and left me alone. But he did come home eventually. 
Okay, I was. Yeah. That's the He's thing. Home. Temporary, you know, disappointment in a relationship like that is one thing. To permanently be separated is hard. <laughs> well, I just think it's kind of a bluesy type song, and I like the blues, so broken. You mentioned some of your earlier influences. I didn't hear blues as one of the big influences. Maybe, who knows? I mean, Ella Fitzgerald, for sure. And Del Rey. Wow. I had a class with Del Rey. She was amazing. Mary Flowers. So you've got all those influences out there. We're not going to spend all day. Right. I mean, you've got a list of people I've taken classes from whom I admire, but probably Del Rey was the most blues person. Oh, and little Toby Walker. But I didn't do well in his class. My hands couldn't reach all the chords he was trying to teach us. <laughs> Were you doing a regular amount of performing or open mics and such before the pandemic hit? Yeah, I was, when I moved here, I was thinking, well, I don't have my little support group, and we would just jam with each other and share our songs and do an occasional open mic. So I cautiously timidly went to a few open mics. And then Mike Garrity, who was one of the original Root Tappers, said he liked my voice. Would I like to sit in on some stuff he was doing in the back room of the music store after he finished teaching his lessons? And so, yeah, it kind of snowballed from there. And we started working together and polishing up some songs. And yep. Well, we've got the time for one more song. What are we going to share for Song of the Soul to close out? We're going to do Bees on Zinnias, which I do with Bentley Harder, and he does his, some magic with his bass there. It's a song I wrote after I got to Eau Claire and established a flower garden outside one of my windows. And the first year I planted zinnias and salvia and all kinds of things, then the bees and the butterflies just loved it. And I would sit and watch for hours the little bees, and so I wrote the song about them. You know, and after COVID hit, in your world shrank, just making up stories and songs, looking out my window. So this is one of those. Well, we're going to close out with this one. And with it's bringing a microscope to our neighbors, the bees. So many people now are pollinator gardens and that kind of thing. And fortunately, when we've got those neighbors next door, people like Lee Minette or my friend Jason Cans, he captures so many bees close up with his camera. They're a wonderful neighbor, and fortunately, Lee is here to bring them to our sight and to our ears as well. I should mention that my bees were mostly bumblebees. <laughs> bumblebees are nice because they're so big, they're easy to see, too. They're, and they can last into the cold weather because of the shape of their body. Being warm, it holds in the heat, whereas the honeybees can't stay out as long into the season. I think I'm a bumblebee. That's what it is. <laughs> We're going to close out with Bees on Zinnias by Lee Minette. And again, to find her, you can follow the link from org to Facebook, where she's Lee.Minette. And uh, you search around for Magdalena's music. You can find the root tappers occasionally on videos and such on YouTube, all these places. And Lee, thanks again so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bees on Zinnias by Lee Minette. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. They are coming for the flowers For the pollen and the sap For the nectar, for the perfume Yes, they came for all of that 
They came in great numbers Too many to count They were keeping to their mission They made a humming sound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They came into my garden To the flower beds In their little coats of black fur Held intact with yellow threads They covered their whole bodies Dusted them in gold With a bounty from my garden As much as they could hold Mm. Mm. They came for flocks and lavender For salvia and rose Nasturtium and hydrangea Yes, they came for all of those They came from above They came from below They came in warmer weather And walked until it snowed Before the moon show They vanished in the glow They were carrying their harvest And heading for their home The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.